0: Standing in the thick forests of Hokkaido, Japan's wildest and most open geographical space, stands an old round schoolhouse. With rumors of ghosts, mysterious lights and shadow figures lurking in the woods around the old building, and curious thrill seekers vanishing, this site is considered by many to be one of Japan's most haunted buildings. In this episode of Supernatural Japan, we take a look at Japan's round schoolhouse and talk to a Canadian vlogger who made his way to rural Bibai, Hokkaido, to investigate it for himself. Supernatural Japan, Episode 2, Hokkaido's round schoolhouse. My name is Kevin O'Shea and I'm the host of the Supernatural Japan podcast. I made this show to share my love of all things weird. First of all, a big thank you to everyone who listened to episode one about the Sinichi department store Fire in Osaka. Also thanks to everyone who has subscribed to the podcast and followed us on Instagram and joined our Facebook group. Now it's time for this week's episode. According to Japanguide.com, Hokkaido is the second largest, northernmost, and least developed of Japan's four main islands. Its weather is harsh in the winter, with lots of snowfall, below zero temperatures, and frozen seas. While in summer, it does not get very hot or humid, as in other parts of Japan. With its unspoiled nature, many national parks, and rural landscapes, Hokkaido attracts many outdoor lovers, including skiers and snowboarders, in the colder seasons, and hikers, cyclists, and campers, from June till September. Now, let's take a look at the Haunted Round Schoolhouse. I want to share some information from a few sources, and then on to our interview with Rich, the middle-aged expat, or that's what he's known as on YouTube. Now, from a well-known haikyo, or urban exploration website, called Abandoned Kansai, the writer, and explorer Florian, describes the house as a classic urbex location in Japan, and probably the most unusual school in the whole country. Now, this comes from um, the abandonedkansai.com post where Florian explored the schoolhouse. What looks like an old, abandoned, partly demolished industrial complex in the forest is actually a legendary school, famous among urbexers even when I started back in 2009. Built in 1958 partly raised, and partly raised about 20 years later, this school dates back to 1906, and went through several name changes and is said to have been rebuilt in the 1950s from wood to ferro concrete before it closed in 1974, two years after a nearby mine, the reason this large school for more than 1,500 students was originally built. There is little known about the wooden building, but the modern one consists of two round structures with almost 30 meters in diameter, three floors, 13 meters tall. A few years ago, after the school was closed, The southwestern building was demolished given the remaining one even more the looks of an industrial ruins in the past the shutters visible on some photos actually opened to a connecting corridor they weren't loaded there weren't loading docks or something like that also little is left of the nearby gymnasium almost 50 winters of total neglect left little more than a foundation and some bent iron what makes the school visually uh, even more interesting is the fact that the lower floor is almost half underwater all the time, making it difficult to enter from spring to late autumn. And the snow from late autumn to early spring makes the whole structure hard to access the rest of the time. Through accessible, Though accessible because apparently the water freezes solid in the winter. And that is from com. And I will actually... Um, put a link to this post from Abandoned site in the show notes, as well as on the Supernatural Japan Facebook group and on the Instagram feed. Um, There's some amazing photos he's taken and shared, and he also has a great video showing the flooded schoolhouse. Now, we get to a very different perspective of the haunted round schoolhouse from the Mysterious Universe website, and that's mysteriousuniverse.org. Dark rumors and stories sprang up almost immediately after closing of the closing of the school, beginning with locals claiming that the woods in the vicinity were haunted by bobbing mysterious lights and half-glimpsed shadow figures, and the night often pierced by disembodied screams as well as other less discernible anomalous noises. Additionally, there were rumors of several children who had gone out to play in these woods to never come back. It was not long before these phenomena and rumors were linked to the abandoned former schoolhouse, and things would get spookier still. Through the late 70s and 80s, the round schoolhouse became a popular place to go to try to see ghosts, and by all accounts, it was absolutely infested with them. Frightened trespassers to the site would come back with terrifying tales of encountering all manner of supernatural phenomena on the school grounds and within its dilapidated building. And it has steadily become increasingly well known on into later years as an absolute hot spot for the paranormal. Paranormal investigators who have been there consistently put this location on top 10 lists of Japan's most haunted places, and there have been Japanese spirit mediums who have been so overwhelmed with the negative spiritual energy here that they refuse to come back. Japanese videos on YouTube of macabre adventure seekers and the ruins also have become quite popular, whether they show anything paranormal or not, and the legend of the haunted round schoolhouse of Bee has surged. Even above and beyond the talk of hauntings, more sinister rumors tell of people going off to explore the ruins, only to disappear without a trace. And stories abound of abandoned cars found on the nearby road, their occupants, occupants said to have gone off towards the schoolhouse to never return. Perhaps worse yet are those to have come back completely stark raving insane driven over the brink of madness by whatever it was they had seen in that forsaken place. Stories of the missing or of people going mad at the round schoolhouse are very persistent on Japanese paranormal sites with comments of witnesses common. Even as they made their way through the forest towards the schoolhouse, they purportedly heard sounds coming from the trees, such as what sounded like someone banging on a stick. On a tree with a stick the sounds of someone snapping twigs and what one of the witnesses swore was a sound of giggling things didn't get any more normal when they reached their destination and disembodied footsteps seemed to echo out all around them but it was when they reached one particular room where things would really take a truly bizarre twist here they came across a faintly glowing opening in the wall which supposedly shimmered and rippled the witnesses would say that what happened next, and this is a translation from a Japanese blogger, we stared at this glowing patch until the wall, upon the wall for several moments, and that was when something seemed to come out of it. It looked like a hunched-over figure, but it was impossible to see the face. Then there were others, coming out two at a time, until they were looming all around us in the dark, the dank, confining space. My friend and I looked at each other and ran. He says he looked back and saw, and and the glowing was gone, but those shapes, they were everywhere. Okay, now that is from a post over at MysteriousUniverse.org, and there's going to be a link to that post in the Supernatural Japan Facebook group. Now, while researching this haunted site, I jumped onto the YouTube machine to find some videos. And one of the better done videos was by a Canadian vlogger based in Hokkaido at the time. And his YouTube handle is the middle aged expat. Uh, I reached out to him and he was kind enough to come on the podcast. So it's time now to listen to someone who's actually taken a trip to one of Japan's most haunted buildings. So, uh, folks, out there listening, uh, we've got another episode of the Supernatural Japan podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about. Hokkaido's round schoolhouse. And uh, I have a guest in this episode to talk about it. Someone who's been there, who's got a vlog about it. I've got Rich uh, from the Middle Age Expat YouTube channel. Rich, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. I've been, uh, I've been looking forward to this. Really excited.
0: Cool. Right Now, um, just wonder if you could tell us just a little bit about yourself and where you are at the moment.
1: Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, I'm currently in uh, just south of Guangzhou in China. Um, I've been, uh, teaching English here for a while. Um, my, uh, most recent, uh, trip into Japan ended, I guess, in, towards the end of 2019 before the, uh, just, just before the pandemic hit. Okay. Um, and I've, I've actually been here ever since. Um, I've been, uh, I've been vlogging off and on for untold amount of years at this point on mm-hmm. uh, various different channels. I've been, uh, you know, I was part of the, uh, EN uh, blogging revolution before it was called blogs.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> so I've been around the inner tubes for a while. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, that's, uh, you know, I, as of I, um, <clears throat> that's kind of how I got started with the podcasting thing. Originally I was a YouTuber, um, I got you know I was based in Japan for ten years. I was one of the first air quotes j vloggers you know making videos back in the day before no one when, when no one made money because there was no such thing as monetization um, and uh, yeah, so then I got into podcasting, and it's been great to with this podcast get back into japan related podcasting, although a bit of a different twist than before um, so when i was uh when I was doing some research into different topics for episodes for the supernatural Japan podcast. I kept coming across all these list pages. So like when you type in like haunted Japan or ghost in Japan, this Brown schoolhouse thing kept popping up again and again. Um, and then I came across your vlog uh, on YouTube and uh, it was an entertaining um, video and I reached out to you and you were kind enough to, to come and talk to us about it. So um, I was wondering what brought you to Hokkaido, Japan and what, brought you to searching for a haunted schoolhouse in japan
1: okay so what brought me to japan was actually a uh, what ended up being a bit of a failed business venture um a friend of mine and i were trying to start up uh, an airbnb slash driving service catering to uh, chinese tourists because they can't get um, an international driver's permit so they can't drive anywhere they're forced (laughs) to go on tours and whatnot excuse me um, so that's kind of what brought me there. I've always been kind of crazy about, you know, going to Japan, living in Japan, uh, this kind of, uh, this opportunity came up, so we jumped at it. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we opened up in Hokkaido, um, before going to Hokkaido, um, I was just doing some research, um, as part of a driving service, we're looking at things to entertain guests and what have you. Okay. And I was, I was actually watching, um, I was inspired by watching, um, Abroad in Japan, Mm, um, yeah uh, and well, just my right there we yeah, love yeah my well, son, likewise, I, likewise
0: I've got an almost 12 year old son and the two of us love watching his videos and uh, I love the uh, broad in japan podcast too that's it's great
1: yeah it's been very entertaining that, that kind of inspired me so I think he's. Uh, I think uh, it was his trip with um, enjoy the anime man yeah um, and doing one of the running into one of the caves um, one of the haunted caves oh, yeah, yeah of, remember that one that's a good one <laughs> and that that and going through the forest. Um, anyway, that, that kind of like inspired me to kind of look for that cause I was you know, kind of, kind of interested, but yeah, again, kind of like you not, I'm not knee deep in, 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 uh, the supernatural whatnot, but it's just kind of piqued my interest. Um, and so I just did, yes, I ran into those top lists just like you did. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I knew I was going to be in Hokkaido and saw so that, okay, this round schoolhouse, I really want to check this out. because you know, hey, just the, the the architecture itself is just kind of interesting. This round schoolhouse, uh, mm-hmm. but then you know, it's haunted, and just hearing about the stories of you know people you know uh, going nuts and you know the things, the sightings and the sounds. It just kind of piqued my interest, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of really what led me to there. Um, and it's that's yeah, that's pretty much how I got there.
0: Okay, cool. So, um, so you weren't you weren't really a a, a big paranormal fan or an uh, aspiring Paranormal investigator or anything like that when you decided to take <laughs> yeah, this yeah. on. Yeah, I, I was I was no Peter Venkman with a
1: you know Prof,
0: no. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, well, neither am I. Um, but uh but yeah, so yeah, I, I read a little bit about it uh, you know, reports of shadow figures and strange noises yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um I think you alluded in your video um in your vlog about you know, you wanted to see what all this spooky stuff was all about, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) That was pretty. That was pretty much about it.
1: Um, Okay. So, I I think from 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 the sounds of it, I think you and I probably read the same things.
0: uh, (laughs) Possibly. Go ahead. Checking it out. Yeah. So I'm curious. So you plan this trip, and you know, in in your vlog, uh, your YouTube vlog, you kind of documented a little bit about your trip there. Um, So. You know, tell us about the trip itself when you. I think in, in the video, your wife is with you, and the two of you go there together. So, I was wondering if you could just kind of break down a little bit about your trip, and, and it kind of seemed to end up in a little bit of disappointment, too, if I recall.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of did. Yeah, it did. Um, so the trip itself, um, I drove from uh, I used to live in the city of Bataru, um, that's where I was staying. So, I, and I think, I think it was about a 90 minute drive, an hour drive, or a 90 minute drive, um, at Japan speeds, which is usually pretty slow. Um, <clears throat> So it, it was a very, it was a very quiet trip. Um, there wasn't much, there's a lot of, you know, nice scenery, you know, and a lot of flat land um, to take a look at. Uh, so the trip there was, it was quiet, pleasant. There's no uh, real, real difficulties with it. Um, get it. Once we had got there, um, it was, we had a hard time trying to find out where we needed to go to try and get in there um, <clears throat> I think if I looked at the maps a little better, I think it probably could have found an easier way. Um, but what we ended up doing was just trudging through, you know, some bush um, to try and get there. Uh, There's lots of a <laughs> lot of bugs, a lot of spider webs. Um, but it was a bit of a it was a bit of a challenge to get through there, okay. um, but it was fun. It was, it was enjoyable, uh, <laughs> a little bit messy. And then you, when you start finally seeing the schoolhouse in the distance, you, you kind of feel that excitement building. Yeah. getting closer, you know. Um, so we, we we traveled through, we got there, and you, you start seeing the uh, school being surrounded by water. I had no idea at the time. Like it, was, it was almost like a it was like a moat essentially um, being there. Um, so, you're, so you get there, I get a little I'm a little bit disappointed because I can't go in. Okay. Um, and I think that was probably the biggest disappointment because I couldn't go in. I couldn't really get that sensation of, you know, what was happening in, in the school. Why did it shut down? Um, <clears throat> so I we were able to walk around, you know, take a look, kind of get a few vantage points. Um, but we weren't really able to go inside. Um, we did find, um, looked like, oh, I don't know, it was like a gymnasium or, um, or a storage facility outside of the school. Couldn't quite figure out what it was. We were able to walk around there a little bit, but yeah, definitely didn't have that, uh, the feeling that I was hoping to get. Um, I was, uh, I think the mystery towards why that school was just, uh, was just suddenly shut down, um, I think may have been coal mine related, either that or just, or just, or just even just maybe the ground itself was not a very good um, uh, ground to actually lay a school on because there was a lot of water. So it does kind of makes me wonder if there's either water problems or something to do with a coal mine right underneath. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the, the getting there, the, the, I didn't get yeah, I didn't really get the experience I was hoping for. You know, that yeah. don't meet. I think I said I, I think I said in the video, don't meet your heroes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. But yeah, that, that's kind of that, that's kind of how how it uh, how it ended off. Um, afterwards, we did a just a little bit of a tour of some uh, local hills and mountains. I okay. it got some really good, um, good views of, of, uh, the local, um, local town or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd say the actual schoolhouse without being able to go in was a bit of a downer. Um, I think I, I would like to go back. Uh, I would like to bring, I, I wish I had a drone at the time. Even that would have been kind of at least interesting so I can kind of get inside, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I would definitely want. I would definitely want to go back. I think I was missing something, just not being able to get inside. I think that would have made all the difference in the world.
0: Um, I think from watching when I was watching your video, I couldn't really quite get the, you know, kind of perspective or idea of what you meant by there being water all around it until I um, did a bit more googling and <clears throat> I came across uh, a website, Abandoned Kansai, and uh, that's a site I followed all, all the, the whole time I lived in Japan. Um, it's a, it's a urban explorer, which they call haikyo in Japan, uh, named Florian. I tried to get him on my just Japan podcast, my previous podcast many times. And he always refused. He's apparently very shy. Um, but, uh, he, he went to that spot too, and he got a lot of great pictures and he apparently was equipped with hip waders cause he got inside and, uh, like, I think when he got in the water level had been lower, but you could see the water lines on the wall like that. That was a flooded building. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I think it, I did read on that blog post that, that building, that structure that is in your video that you did see was he mm-hmm. said gymnasium. Um, so, uh, you know, it could have been, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was interesting though. And those are photos. I'm going to share some links to that in the, uh, the podcast, uh, Facebook page group and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so, so overall, so it sounds like, you know, it wasn't, a bit of disappointment because you weren't prepared, but you, you mentioned that you would be willing to go back again.
1: Oh, definitely would love to go back again. I think, and now I think uh, having been there, I'm pretty sure I found a easier pathway to get there. Okay. Um, so if, for, for those of you who may be going to check this out at some point, uh, there is um, a small sh- uh, creek or river. Um, and if you go in, uh, I think if you go to the, to the side where the school is not, I think you could actually walk up there. I think it looks like there's a little bit little bit more of a driven path. And you can actually walk that and go around and come back instead of trying to trudge through the bush like I did. Save yourself some effort, save yourself some workout um, and spider webs. <laughs> um, but there is I
0: think there is an easier way to get there than I went, for sure. <laughs> and in Japan does spiderwebs well with those big uh, the big or the orb weaver spiders, they call them Joro spiders. Big colorful ones. Um, uh, So I'm curious, you're in Guangzhou now. Um, Have you uh, sought out any haunted places in Guangzhou? Or do you have any uh, vlogging projects potentially in the future?
1: Um, I haven't really sought out much in the way of uh, hauntings here. Um, I've never even really crossed my mind, to be honest. Um, As far as uh, future projects, um, absolutely, there is more coming. Um, it might not actually be in China this time. Um, okay. I'm actually hoping to hit up the Philippines during the summer, actually. Oh, nice. uh, so maybe a little bit coming from there. Um, I have been doing a little bit with a, a small segment called trying Asian snacks where I'm just, you know, eating weird Asian things. Um, but yeah, there's definitely things on the horizon. I uh, got a new drone recently that I haven't really gotten good use out of yet. So there's there's stuff coming. Nice. uh kind of still gestating trying to you know, figure out what my angle is and whatnot but uh yeah there's definitely more coming for sure it is a fun hobby of mine
0: yeah so folks out there listening um uh rich's channel is not a paranormal supernatural channel uh, this was a, a specific vlog post that caught my attention but i have i did watch some of your other videos and enjoyed them for sure um yeah so that's it's it's really cool for you taking the time to stop by and chat Um, I've done a little bit of research into some haunted places here in in Shenzhen and, uh, well, theoretically haunted, uh, there's air quotes, Um, and uh, my son and I went and checked out uh, one place this summer, um, the the Bank of China Towers, it's it's like an office building apartment complex, the only thing we could enter was the convenience store on the first floor. (laughs) <laughs> I do have a photo of my son standing. I took some photos. I have a, a photo of my son. In this the middle of the day standing beside the pop cooler. And there was, it looks like a bottle of pop has has fallen over and is pointing at him. And I'm like, that's proof. See? It's pointing at him. <laughs> nice. Um, but, yeah, well, well, thanks so much. Um, what is the name of your channel again for those of us? Uh, middle-aged, yeah.
1: yeah the, the, the name is uh, Middle-Aged Expat um
0: yes the, just
1: because i'm middle-aged and i'm an expat
0: hey that, that sounds, sounds like good me. <laughs> sounds like me too <laughs> um but you got the name first um but yeah guys so there's going to be a link to uh this vlog in particular in the facebook group and all that stuff and rich thanks for taking the time to stop by and, and chat with us
1: uh, thanks for welcoming uh, I, I really enjoyed this
0: now a big thanks to rich for stopping by the podcast to share his experience with the round schoolhouse and be by hokkaido you can find a link to his video over at the supernatural japan facebook group and you can also find photos and more links about the round schoolhouse there and over on our instagram feed which is at supernatural japan um now the best photos of the site, in my opinion, are the ones from the abandoned Kansai website, and you can get a really good idea of the flooding that Rich talked about during his interview. And there will be some photos and some more information over again on the the Supernatural Japan Instagram feed and the Facebook group. Um, and there's going to be a lot of links. Now, I hope you enjoyed episode two of the podcast. Thank you for all your support and listens on episode one, all about the Senichi department store fire and the big camera hauntings. Remember you can really help out this new podcast by leaving a rating and an amazing review where you listen to it. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor right now, and soon we hope to be on other platforms as well. And if you have any podcast ideas for this, any episode ideas you want to throw them my way, you can do so over on Facebook or Instagram. Now, I'm Kevin O'Shea, and I'll be back really soon with another episode of Supernatural Japan.